Welcome to our Streams International Ministry Podcast with Prophet Jared Nusulu, PhD, and Prophetess Gabriella Nusulu. Experience prophetic revelation teachings, personal prophecies, healing, deliverance, breakthrough. You are now listening to a teaching recorded at one of our live church services. So, you know, this month is a month of completion. And we're talking about being complete in Christ. And according to Colossians chapter 2, verse number 6, all the way to... Hmm, actually, the whole thing goes all the way to verse number 15. Colossians chapter 2, verses 6 to 15. But last week, I only looked at verse number 6. As you have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him. You see, as a child of God, you are called upon to walk in Christ. Now, I want you to notice what the Bible says. As you have received, we associate Christ with coming into us. And then we say Christ is in me. We never think about the other dimension of Christ. I'm not comfortable to use the word which I want to use now. But there's a doctrine called the doctrine of interpenetration. Okay? You enter into Christ, Christ enters into you. Oh, yes. Go deeper, Papa. Are you hearing me? So it's not just Jesus in us. We are also in him. You know, he used to say, my father is in me and I am in him. It's a very confusing doctrine because normally we only think of one entering the other. But in the realm of the spirit, it's not only one entering you. You have also entered into him. So the Bible says, as you have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so it's like Jesus is in you, then the Bible says you also have to be in him, and then you need to walk in him. So, today I want to go one level deeper, because I'm dealing with a particular kind of grace, called the Goshen grace. Someone say Goshen grace. grace. One more time, say Goshen grace. You see, when we talk about Goshen grace, we need to understand how things are happening in the realm of the spirit. Can I draw for you the realm of the spirit? That's the realm of the spirit for you. And it's called kingdom of God. Okay? That's the realm of the spirit. It's called what? Kingdom of God. And the earth is just one little drop there. It's not like it's a big deal. The earth is just that little dot there. Amen. With all of us. There are many more, there are many more, many more, many more planets that we haven't even discovered. Yes. I remember in 1995, I had a vision. In the vision, the Lord took me into out there took me out there. And he began to show me bigger solar systems than our own. And the Lord said, the world only knows about 20% of what I created out there. And we were traveling so fast in the spirit. And I could see bigger solar systems coming our way and then we had just to dodge like this. It was weird because at that point, 
I was you know, a graduate from uh, grade 12 and everything. So I thought scientists knew everything. It was just nice to know that they didn't know much. <laughs> and that I knew more than them. Are you following me? Oh, yes. Alright, so forget about the earth. I'll just deal with the dimensions. Okay? So this is the totality of the kingdom of God. Now, when we look at this kingdom of God, we've got, I'll put a line there, this place called the third heaven. Okay? I'll put another line there. This place called what? Second heaven. And then under here, first what? Heaven. Okay. So, we know who is here. Who lives in the third heaven? Huh? God. Jehovah God dwells in the what? Third heaven. Okay. But now, you see, here, which is, the, which is the second heaven and the first heaven, us humans dwell in the first heaven. First heaven is from where you are, this atmospheric. This is the first heaven. Are you hearing me? This is the first heaven. So we dwell in here. And then we've got the second heaven here, which is the place controlled by... The devil and the fallen what? And fallen angels. They control that dimension. They live there. Here, I'll put humans. I don't know if they are following me. Are you following me? Good. So. <laughs> How deep should I go? Okay, so when the devil rebelled, he took control. He tried to go up there to the third heaven. They kicked him out. So he established his domain in the second heaven and where? The earth realm. So this whole realm here is under darkness. I don't know if they're hearing me. Is under what? Darkness. This horror. So when you hear the Bible talking about darkness, it's real. It's not just a, no, a statement. It's not just an idiom. It is real. Why? Because the absence of God is the presence of darkness. It's like you don't need to fight with the darkness. Just remove light. Darkness automatically appears. Amen. So the moment you remove God from that dimension, what appears? Darkness. So, when the Bible talks about the world being dark, it is real dark. It's really dark. So Jesus came from the third heaven. Huh? Penetrated darkness. And entered the earth realm. And he was born there. Grew up there. Began his ministry there. And he established 
established a pocket. I don't know if they are following me. That pocket there. This pocket is called Christ. <laughs> I don't know if they're hearing me. So when you become born again, when you become born again, you are taken from the world and you are put in Christ. Is this in the Bible? Is this in the Bible? Yes. Colossians chapter 1. Colossians chapter 1, verse number 12 to 14. Colossians 1, 12 to 14. Colossians chapter 1, verse 12 to 14. I want you to see this. Giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Ooh. Uh, 13. Who hath delivered us from the power of what? Darkness. Has delivered us from the power of what? Darkness. And has done what? And transferred us into the kingdom of his dear son. So when you become born again, there's a transfer that takes place. You are transferred from the kingdom of darkness and you enter into Christ. Now, this place called Christ is called the kingdom of light. You are not hearing me. It's called the kingdom of what? Light. And it's also called the kingdom of his dear son. Who is the dear son? Jesus Christ. So, Jesus didn't come and give light to the whole world. No. He only created a, a pocket. A pocket. So when you become born again, you are literally removed from the world. And you are placed into that pocket there. Called the kingdom of light. Called the kingdom of his dear son. So now you are in that kingdom, which is the kingdom of light. You are light. So when the Bible says you are light is because you are part of a kingdom of light. I don't know if they are hearing me. So he says when you go out here into the world, let your light so shine before men. Mm, you are not hearing me. So the moment you are engaged with the world, your job is to make your light what? Shine. Because the people out there who are not born again are people who are in darkness. They are walking in darkness. They themselves are darkness. Oh, yes. Amen. Not only are they walking in darkness, they are also what? Darkness. Ephesians 5, verse number 8. For you were sometimes darkness. Can you give me Ephesians 5, 8? Let me see what, what verse is that. Aha! One, two, three, go. For ye were sometimes darkness. But now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. Did you see that? You were sometimes what? 
darkness. Not only did you belong to a kingdom of darkness, you were also darkness itself. So when you became born again, you were transferred into this kingdom. Now when you entered this kingdom of light, you didn't just enter a kingdom of light. You also became what? Light. So the Bible says you need to walk as a child of what? Light. Because now not only are you in the kingdom of light, you are also light. So when you go out talking to people out there, you need to be conscious of who you are. You are not a non-entity. You are not a nobody. You are someone who is light. You've got light that needs to shine to the people out there. Are you hearing me? But most of the times, most of us, we forget who we are. We just walk around as if we are nobodies. No, talk to everyone and eat everything. Yeah, you're not hearing me. It's a kingdom of light. This kingdom is called in Christ. Ah, now you're hearing me. It's called what? In. Can you see now? Why it's called in Christ? So the Bible says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Can you see now? So it's not just a language thing. It's not just something that God has spoken. It's a real thing. It's a real deal. Why? Because it's a particular environment. It's a particular kingdom. It's a particular place. That when you became born again, you entered into that place. God in Christ. Are you hearing me? So that's why the Bible says you are in the world, but you are not of the world. Why? Because God has put you in this special pocket here. Amen. God in Christ. So you see that Jesus entered you, but you also entered him. Oh, yes. Wow. Ah, you are not hearing me. You have entered him. Huh? And this, he also what? Entered you. So you are dealing with the two dimensions here. Hmm. Hmm. Are you hearing me? So when the Bible says, hey, can I go on level deeper? You need to begin to understand now as a child of God that when you become born again, you are hidden in here. Hidden in Christ. You are hidden in here. So when we talk about the Goshen grace, we are talking about a grace of differentiation. Someone say grace of differentiation. Yeah, me, I'm an Englishman. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh -huh. hey. Give me Genesis 45. Are you learning something? Verse number 10 and 11. La lebori la la sedi yakehi. Someone say neighbor. Goshen grace. So, this is Joseph talking to his brothers. He says, thou shalt dwell in the land of Goshen, and thou shalt be near unto me. Thou and thy children, and thy children's children, and thy flocks, and thy heads, and all that thou hast. 
and there I will nourish thee. For yet there are five years of famine, lest thou and thy household and all that thou hast come to what? Poverty. Some of some rich. Say one more time. Say, I am, rich. I am rich. So we see that when the children of Israel came into Egypt, Joseph told them to go and dwell in a certain land. And the name of the land is what? Goshen. He says, you shall be near to me, but above all, I'm going to feed you. I'm going to nourish you. I'm going to provide for you. For you and your children. Because this famine is going on for a long time. Because if you don't dwell in Goshen, this famine will affect you. And you end up becoming what? Poor. Someone said I refuse to be poor. One more time said I refuse to be poor. So you need to begin to understand that this land that Joseph put his brothers in is a prophetic land. It wasn't just a land. It was a prophetic land. How do we know it was a prophetic land? We know that it was a prophetic land because when Moses came now to bring out the children of Israel out of Egypt and the plagues began to come over the land of Egypt, the land of Goshen was spared. Oh, yes. Amen. Ah, you're not hearing me. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? Watch this. Watch this. Exodus chapter 8. Exodus chapter 8. We're going to read from verse number 20 to 23. Are you learning something? Someone say, Gosh and grace. Let's read together. One, two, three, go. And the Lord said unto Moses, Rise up early in the morning and stand before Pharaoh. Lo, he cometh forth to the water and say unto him, Thus saith the Lord, Let my people go, that they may serve me. Else if thou wilt not let my people go, behold, I will send swarms of flies upon thee, and upon thy servants, and upon thy people, and into thy houses, and the houses of the Egyptians shall be full of swarms of flies, and also the ground whereon they are. And I will sever in that day the land of Goshen. Ah, you didn't hear that. I will sever in that day the land of Goshen, in which my people dwell, that no swarms of flies shall be there, to the end that thou mayest know that I am the Lord in the midst of the earth. So in other words, God is saying, I am the God of everything. Whether the devil is in charge or the devil is not in charge, it makes no difference. God is the God over what? Everything. I don't know whether you're hearing me. Say, my God is the God of all creation. Now, that should give you an... Uh. Oh, yes. <laughs> Are you hearing me? It should give you an attitude. 
Because sometimes we behave as if the devil owns everything. And we are beggars. No, the devil does not own everything. God is the God who created everything. The devil just managed to corrupt the world and the second heaven. The first heaven he entered there. But they, they, I mean the third heaven, he entered and then they kicked him out. So when Jesus died, he took his blood and he went into the third heaven. He not, not, not only did he present his blood to the Father, he sprinkled his blood in the third heaven. Because the third heaven was defiled by the devil when he entered. Mm, you're not hearing me. So the blood of Jesus sanctified this area. And also sanctified that area. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? So this is holy. This is holy. But the rest is not yet holy. Are we together so far? Aha. This is so important for you to understand. Now when you look at what God is speaking to, to Moses. He says, I will say that in that day the land of what? Goshen. In which my people dwell. It was a prophecy that God was prophesying. That there shall come a day and a time when God shall create a kingdom on earth. This shall be a kingdom of Christ. A kingdom of, of priests and, and, and what? And kings. People who are born again. People who are different from the people of the world. People who are in Christ and Christ is in them. It was a prophecy because when we look at what happened with the land of Goshen. In the days of Moses. It is what is happening today in the days of Prophet Nyasuru. You are not hearing me. It's what happening today. That there are some things that will affect people of the world. But those things will never affect you. Because you are in Christ. Someone say I received that one. You are in Christ. Mm. Are you hearing me? Now think about it. How can flies, the way they misbehave, only be in your neighbor's house? And not visit your house. Amen. Flies. Those guys have no behavior. Especially flies from Australia. Amen. I was so shocked. One, they are very big. Number two, they are lazy. Number three, they are very intelligent. They see you approaching the door. They start lining up. <laughs> They see the moment you open the door, <laughs> they enter. I'm like, oh, these guys, they are big, lazy, smart. So I'm like, you don't know me. Me, and I'm African. I don't share my house with flies. Flies are not pets. <laughs> so I, I let them run in. After the end, I close the door. I go for doom. <laughs> Someone say, Goshen. Goshen. This is amazing. So God says, In that day, I will save her. I will differentiate. I will distinguish. That word is save her, there means to distinguish. It means to differentiate. It means to separate. Oh, you're not hearing me. Are you hearing me? 
So God he says in that day they gonna be flies in the land of Egypt except in Goshen. Someone say Goshen. Goshen. Says I will set apart. Hey. 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 In which my people dwell that no swarms or flies shall be there to the end for the purpose that you may know that I am the Lord of the, in the midst of the earth. Yes, the devil you know, has brought darkness, but God is God. God is Jehovah God. He is still the owner of the whole thing because a day is coming. Are you hearing me? Daniel saw a prophecy. He saw a stone cut without hands. When it came, the stone, it hit the kingdoms of the world. And the stone began to grow bigger and bigger and bigger until it covered the whole earth. And that stone is this kingdom here. Oh boy, you're not hearing me. Today you may seem like a minority. Today you may seem like a few people. But a day is coming. When we're going to take over everything. Are you hearing me? And us who are, who are enlightened. Us with revelation. We are already enjoying walking in the dimensions of the spirit. Someone say yes. Ha. Ha. Someone say ha. My God. Can I go continue? Can I continue? Give me Exodus chapter 9. Exodus chapter 9. Now God has cranked up the, you know, the plagues. One level higher. Verse 26 because of time. Let's read 25 and um, 24 to... <laughs> 26 because of time. Today I want to dismiss you before 5 p.m. Eh? 4.59. I'll keep my word. <laughs> 4.59.59 seconds. <laughs> my God. Let's read. One, two, three, go. So there was hail and fire mingled with the hail. Very grievous such as there was none like it in all the land of Egypt since it became a nation. And the hail smote throughout all the land of Egypt, all that was in the field, both man and beast, and the hail smote every herb of the field and break every tree of the field. Only in the land of Goshen, where the children of Israel were, was there no hail. Wow, wow, wow. You're not hearing me. Only in the land of Goshen. Where the children of Israel were, was there no hell. Someone say Goshen grace. You see, Goshen grace is a differentiation grace. It's a separation grace. When God begins to separate his own from those who are not his. So the Bible says hell came and hit everything in Egypt except in a small pocket of land called Goshen. Someone say Goshen. One more time, say Goshen. So the children of Israel were only hearing on TV that there was a pandemic 
I mean a pandemic. They just saw it on TV that people were passing out. People were collapsing. But in their land, everyone was happy. There was no hell. Their crops were, were spared. Their animals were spared. They were prospering in Goshen. Whilst everyone was becoming poor, when everything was dying in Goshen, everything was flourishing. May things flourish in your life in the name of Jesus. Are you hearing me? When everyone out there is crying because the economy is melting, may your finances go higher in the name of Jesus. Say, Goshen. Are you still here? We have lost you somewhere. Hmm. This is dangerous. This is dangerous. Let me give you one more and then I'll finish. Are you here? Thank you, Jesus. Say, neighbor, are you hearing that? Is it making sense? Mm? Give me Exodus chapter 10, verse number 21 to 23. Exodus 10, 21 to 23. No revelation makes a big difference. Let's read. One, two, three, go. And the Lord said unto Moses, Stretch out thine hand toward heaven, that there may be darkness over the land of Egypt, even darkness which may be felt. And Moses stretched forth his hand toward heaven, and there was a thick darkness in all the land of Egypt three days. They saw not one another, neither rose any from his place for three days. But all the children of Israel had light in their dwellings. Wow. Now, you know that that miracle scientifically is impossible. Geographically is impossible. Because the only time there will be darkness in one side of the world is because the sun is behind it. So the shadow is the darkness. But a country which is in the same time zone are you not hearing me? A country in the same time zone. This miracle is scientifically impossible. Amen. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. I don't know whether you understand what I'm saying. Technically, that miracle is impossible. You can't prove it scientifically. Because if we are in the same time zone, we ought to experience the same thing. 
But here God pulls off a miracle just to prove the point that people in Goshen are not in Egypt. <laughs> hey! Say neighbor! Hey! Now that pocket of land called Goshen was not in Egypt. And that is what God has been speaking to me. He said when you teach this message and you release the Goshen grace, when you release this Goshen grace, there will be a differentiation. There will be a separation. Are you hearing me? People in that pocket of land called in Christ, they're going to have a different atmosphere compared to everyone who is in the world. Say, I receive it. Someone said differentiation. Hey! There was darkness in the whole land except the Goshen. That's why the Bible is telling you that you were sometimes darkness. But now you are what? Light in the Lord. Walk as what? A child of light. So even your finances must manifest light. Receive it in Jesus' name. Your health, I'm talking about your health, must manifest light. Receive it. Your children. Someone say my children. Say my children. You see, when Jesus came, he didn't deal with everything. He only created a pocket. That pocket is called in Christ. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. You see? Hmm. Are you following me? Can I shock you? You see, because Goshen was a prophetic place, do you know that there are two Goshens in the Bible? There are two Goshens in the Bible. Let's look at another Goshen. Joshua chapter 10. Verse 41. Okay, we're going to read 41 to 43 so you understand the context. Joshua 10, 41 to 43. One, two, three, go. And Joshua smote them from Kadesh Barnea, even unto Gaza, and all the country of Goshen, even unto Gibeon. Did you see that? Joshua smote them from Kadesh Branea, even unto what? Where's Gaza? Is Gaza in Egypt? Where's Gaza? Gaza is in Palestine. Okay? So for now, let's use Israel. In the land of Canaan. In the land of what? Canaan. So you see that there was another Goshen in the land of Canaan. Why? Because Goshen is a prophetic place. 
Goshen is a particular environment. Goshen is a particular atmosphere. Are you hearing me? So when the children of Israel entered Canaan, God had to establish another Goshen in Canaan. Because it was a prophecy that in our day, when Jesus comes, he shall establish a Goshen. So you who are born again, you need to begin to understand you do not belong to the world. You are not part of the world. You are not one of them. You belong to the city of the living God. Are you hearing me? You are a citizen of Goshen. Say I'm a citizen of Goshen. Hmm. Ah, this is amazing. This is wonderful. Ha, 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 ha. Can I go on level deep? <laughs> Give me Hebrews chapter 12. Hebrews chapter 12. Verse number 18. To 24. Someone say Goshen grace. Say neighbor. What grace are you operating under? One, two, three, go. For ye are not come unto the mount that might be touched and that burned with fire, nor unto blackness, and darkness, and tempest. And the sound of a trumpet, and the voice of words, which voice that they heard entreated that the words should not be spoken to them any more. For they could not endure that which was commanded. And if so much as a beast touch the mountain, it shall be stoned or thrust through with a doubt. And so terrible was the sight that Moses said, I exceedingly fear and quake. But ye are come unto the Mount Zion. Someone said, but. But. Now, the contrast is the experience in Exodus chapter uh, 30, 31. Okay? Moses is in the mountain, and then God comes down on Mount Sinai. There's darkness. And then there are trumpets. There's thunder. There's lightning. God speaks, and when he speaks, everyone is quaking. So the children of Israel, they say, no, 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 Moses. We don't want to hear the voice of God because we're going to die. Can you go there? He should talk to you. And after he has spoken to you, come tell us. We'll do what he says. So the Bible says you've not come to that kind of a mountain. But you have come to a what? Mount Zion. Are you hearing me? You have come to Mount Zion. So the experience of the children of Israel in the, mount, in the physical mountain of Zion, which is in Egypt, Mount Sinai. <laughs> the 
the Bible says you've come to Mount Zion. Are you hearing me? Number two, what does it say? Give me the verse. What else? Unto the what? The city of the living God. Whoa. Unto the what? The heavenly Jerusalem. Whoa. Unto what? To an innumerable company of angels. My God. To the what? General assembly and uh, church of the first born, which are what? Which are written in heaven. Unto who? To God, the judge of all. Unto what? The spirits of just men made what? Perfect. Can I shatter your theology a little bit? If that is true, then spirits of just men, who are just men? Just men are people who were born again. People who were in Christ. People who, no, when they were dying, they were where? In Christ. Are you hearing me? Those crowds, they are part of this kingdom here. That's why when Jesus was resurrecting, they also came out of graves. I told you some of them went to Jerusalem. And so I used to live in this house. God, who are you? Don't worry, I used to live in this house. Who are you? I built the house. <laughs> oh, are you hearing me? Someone said Mount Zion. The Bible says there's an innumerable company of angels. Not just innumerable company of angels, but it's these angels, they accompany us. They're in our midst. They are part and parcel of your life. They are there to work with you. They are there to help you. They are there to empower you. They are there to, to give assistance to whatever you need. Are you hearing me, somebody? Say yes. yes. So you've come to a particular place. It's called Mount Zion. It's the city of the living God. It is a heavenly Jerusalem. I am not saying at the end of the age there will be no, no new heaven and no new earth. They shall be there. But you are a tester of the powers to come. Ah, you are testing. Someone say, I am testing. What are you testing? You are testing the powers of the world to come. So for you, that's why I say, you are not waiting for eternal life. You are not. You are not. Amen. You are not. You already have eternal life. It is the Muslims, the Buddhas, the Hindus, the Gugus and Gagas and the Mamas and the, who knows what they call themselves. They are the ones who are waiting for eternal life. But you as a child of God, when you became born again, you were born into eternal life. Are you hearing me? You are not worried about judgment. There's no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh. Are you hearing me? But after the spirit. Why? Because you have passed from death into life. Say yes. You are in there. Someone say I am in there. You are not waiting to enter. The Muslims, they are busy doing good works and bad works. Good works. They put them on scale. 
that one day the good works should outweigh the bad ones, and then they think they'll enter. You, you, I'm talking about you. Someone said me. You see the Hindus, the Buddhas, they're doing all this stuff. They think one day they what? Enter. But you, the moment you became born again, you entered already. Say <laughs> never. I have arrived. Give me verse number 24. What does it say? Unto who? Unto who? To Jesus. The mediator of the what? New covenant. Unto the what? The blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than that of Abel. So when you are in there, the blood of Jesus is speaking on your behalf. Are you hearing me? Why the blood of Abel, when that blood was spilled, it began to cry to God. Said, God, revenge my death. God, revenge my death. So when God heard the blood speak, he came to Cain. Said, where's your brother? Cain said, uh, I don't know. Am I my brother's keeper? God said, okay. But listen, his blood is crying out unto me from the soil that received it. But the blood of Jesus does not cry out condemnation. It speaks better things. That blood of Jesus, when you've made a blunder, when the enemy is busy trying to accuse you for the blunder that you committed, the moment you say, oh Lord, I am here, forgive me, that blood begins to say, I paid the full price for this blunder. Are you hearing me? You see, the blood of Jesus is dangerous. It paid for past sins. It paid for present sins. It paid even for future sins. Are you hearing me? Now, it's not a license. It's not a license to go and sin more because already paid, it's already paid in advance. I will slap you. The Bible says, can I go a level deeper? You see, when people are committing sin, it's crazy. How can we continue committing sin who are dead here, alive there? You can't be alive in two places. Living a life of sin is you are declaring that you are still alive here. It's like someone who died shows up again on the street. <laughs> hey! Saneba! Hey! It's crazy. It doesn't make any sense. You died to the world. You were born in Christ. You are alive in Christ. You, don't, you are not alive in the world and in Christ. Uh -uh. You died to the world. And the world is dead to you. Are you hearing me? You are now in Christ. Say, I refuse to live in sin. Are you hearing me? And to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than that of Abel. You are there.
So next week, next week I'll prove to you that you are complete there. <laughs> you see now? Can you now understand where I'm coming from? Yeah. So when the Bible says you are complete, in that space there, in that, in that, in that pocket, in that Goshen, Some season of Goshen. Ah, my God. This is amazing. Are you being blessed? Are you? My spirit is bubbling. Should I even go there? Are you sure? I should go there. This is just so sweet. PNG, are you there? Port Mosby, are you there? <laughs> Port Mosby, are you there? Is it happening? Is it happening? Is it happening? It is happening, Papa. Oh, yes. Say, I belong to Goshen. <laughs> My God. Powerful. Take your seat. <laughs> Say neighbor. neighbor. Where were you born? Were you born in Zion? Were you born in Goshen? Oh, you were born in uh, Malawi. <laughs> Give me Psalm 87, verse 1 to 7. Are you being blessed? Oh, you know, when, when you're walking around, you do it like you don't know even your name. The, I mean, Jehovah just looks at look at that man. What's that now? Just walking around. No one foot is fake them. <laughs> Walk like a citizen of Goshen. One, two, three, go. His foundation is in the holy mountains. The Lord loveth the gates of Zion more than all the dwellings of Jacob. 
Glorious things are spoken of thee, O city of God, Salah. I will bring, I will make mention of Rehab and Babylon to them that know me. Behold, Philistia and Tyre with Ethiopia. This man was born there. All right. So we've got a list of countries. And then talking about Rehab, uh-huh, Babylon, uh-huh, Philistia, uh-huh, Tyre, uh-huh, Ethiopia, and then what? This man. This man was born there. So in other words, his lot in life is tied to where the person was born. Are we together? Uh-huh. Let's, let's look at the next, the next verse. Uh-huh. One, two, three, go. And of Zion it shall be said. Uh, and of Zion it shall be said. So we've talked about Philistia, Tyre, Ethiopia. And then we said, oh, this one was born there. So these are people who in their life, they cannot experience the Ethiopianic blessing. Yes, amen. And the Tyaric blessing. But, someone said but. 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 <laughs> and of Zion it shall be said. This. I'm talking about it, this. And that. Ah, you're not hearing me. <laughs> so it's not everybody who is born in Zion. But this and that, let's look, uh -huh. was born in her. And the highest himself shall what? Establish her. So in other words, the place where you are born carries significance. That's why you have to be born in Christ. Because the moment you are born in Christ, it shall be said of you, this one, this one, and that one, we are born in Zion. Are you hearing me? They were born in that place called Goshen. They were born in that place called Christ. So whatever you experience is tied to where you were born. Mm, you're not hearing me. I receive. Ha! I don't know about you. Me, I was born in Zion. I was born in Goshen. I'm a citizen of Goshen. I may look like a Malawian. I may have like Malawian hair. But this one... This one was born in Christ. Say neighbor, I was born there. <laughs> My God, this is amazing. Hmm? Hmm? Did you see that in the Bible? Did you see that in the Bible? Let's continue reading. It's too sweet to stop now. <laughs> One, two, three, go. The Lord shall count. Ah, you're not hearing me. The Lord shall what? Count. Let's see who we are born in Zion. One, you know, two, three. Uh, I am counting you. I am counting you too. I, I am counting you. Are you hearing me? The Lord shall count. This one, this one. No, you, you can imagine that in this, you know, in the confusion, in the chaos, God appears. So, no, uh, not that one. That one, yes. Oh, yeah. That one, yes. Let's see your birth certificate. Where were you born? Ah, me, I was born here. Ah, ah me, I'm Americano. Ah, Americano, Americano, what now?
the Lord shall count. Mm -hmm. huh? This is amazing. When he what? When he writeth up the people that this man was born there. This one. Someone said this one. Do you know how you point to make the devil have diarrhea? Don't just say this one. No. You have to. Seneba. <laughs> hey. Seneba. This one. This one. This one was born there. Rise on your feet. You're going to make a prayer like a someone who has received revelation. Say today. Today. And going forward. And going forward. I receive. I receive. The Goshen grace. The Goshen grace. Everywhere I go. Everywhere I go. I will manifest. I will manifest. The Goshen grace. The Goshen grace. In my family. In my family. My children. My children. Wherever we are. Wherever we are. We will manifest. We will manifest. The Goshen grace. The Goshen grace. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for listening. To keep in touch with our ministry, visit our website at www.streams.org.au and follow us on all social media platforms at streams.international. It is a blessing to share with you all our prophetic revelation teachings and it's our prayer to see you transform into mature sons of God. Share this podcast with your friends and family. Be blessed and until next time, Shalom. Shalom.